Hey guys, Ashley here from theawakenseat.net. And today I want to really spend some time talking about your intuition. More importantly, I want to talk about why you might be feeling blocked by your intuition. So I want to talk about three different ways that you could be blocking your intuition. Now here's the thing, your intuition is one of the most powerful tools in your spiritual toolbox. And most importantly, a lot of us have either repressed our intuition growing up, we haven't fully acknowledged our intuition and its true power, we might not even realize the capabilities of our intuition and how it unlocks our natural magnetism, and most importantly, when it comes to using your intuition, it can drastically improve your sense of how you are manifesting in your day-to-day life. So today, I really wanted to spend some time talking about your intuition and the three ways you are blocking your intuition. So stay tuned. Energy is who you are. Energy is how we change our life. We have to realize that understanding energy is how we can fundamentally change ourselves from the inside out and understand that one shift, one perspective, one one decision away, one decision away, literally one decision away from a different life, from a different truth, from a different way of living. This is for the soul-led leaders, the awakened ones, the revolutionaries, the visionaries, the change makers, the light workers, the empaths, the true awakened ones. This is our story. Are you ready? Welcome to Awaken and Manifest Your Best Life with Ashley from theawakenedstate.net. It's time to wake up to who you truly are. Welcome to the podcast. It's time for the activation. It's time activation. for the activation. And remember, the universe is inside of you and you hold the power to design your life. Enjoy the show. Okay, and we're back. Welcome to theawakenedstate.net and Awaken and Manifest Your Best Life. If you haven't noticed, we are going to start merging the YouTube and the podcast because, oh my God, it makes my life easier. And for you, (laughs) it gives you a more immersive experience into what it's like behind the scenes of the podcast and whatever. Anyway, so here you are and we're going to talk about our intuition. Okay, so first off, one thing I really want to discuss is my journey with intuition has been incredible over the years. Most importantly, I've learned a ton about how My intuition helps me manifest easier. It helps me govern how I take action better. It helps me have better decision making. And most importantly, I feel like as a whole, when I'm more tapped into my intuition, I am so much more clear in my focus, in how I show up to life, and I have way better decision-making skills that influence how I take action, that influence what I attract, that influences how I show up and take action and get results. So what one thing we don't always realize is our intuition really can affect how we're getting results, how we're manifesting, how we're taking action. And from that experience, it can show you so much about if you're feeling blocked by your intuition it's going to start affecting how those results are coming in. 
It might affect how you're taking action. It can affect your habits. It can affect your mindset. And it can also really hone in on affecting how your manifestation comes to fruition. So when it goes into learning about our intuition, it's so much more than I just want to say psychic abilities. There's so many different aspects to our intuition. And I think it's important to touch on that first because you have to see that if you are blocking your intuition, it might be creating that kink in the hose that is stopping the manifestation from coming into form. It could be what's stopping you from taking real potent, effective action. It can also be stopping you from making the right decisions that you need to make to move forward in on a goal or a new project or a relationship even. And it's important to see that because your intuition holds so much power in understanding who you are as a person. So one thing I would like to say is that really when it comes to your intuition, it is all about realizing that it's connected to your third eye. It's connected to the third eye chakra. So if you aren't familiar with the chakras, it's the third eye chakra. I always love how we have the visuals. <laughs> and basically, you can understand that the third eye chakra holds so much power to understanding your intuition. So a lot of times when we talk about the third eye chakra, there's so much talk on psychic abilities and opening up the third eye. But if we just were to just dumb down this language just a little and like change it and throw it in a blender, what we'd realize is it's about our intuition. It's about our intuition. At the end of the day, you're opening your third eye chakra is about opening up your intuition. It's just a fancy term for something that actually comes so natural to who we are, but perhaps maybe you suppressed it. Maybe you were never taught to own that part of yourself. And I know for me personally, a big part of not owning my own intuition was my mother always decided things for me. She always kind of, I was a very shy kid. So when I went to really kind of express myself, I never had that element of self-trust or deciding for myself because I was always taught not to decide for myself. And so that affected how I showed up with my own intuition because it was always kind of a moment of, is this right? I need someone to decide for me that this is right. I need someone else to decide for me that this is okay. And so that framework of that being externally influenced affected how I chose to feel self-sourced by my own intuition. So when it comes to really looking at these blocks, we can talk about this is like the very first one is you're usually second guessing yourself. And this will hold a huge amount of discomfort and even misalignment in your life because when you're misaligned, you'll have really wonky decision-making happening and like you might either be holding back, you're taking action from fear, you're very uncertain about moving forward and it causes a lot of almost unconscious fear and even panic maybe where you're causing yourself to just constantly not trust yourself. So the number one block 
that if you're blocking your intuition is you're usually second guessing yourself a lot. There's a lot of, am I doing it right? Is this right? I don't know if I'm doing it right. Is this the right move to make? Should I take that action? Should I do this? Is that okay? I don't know. I need someone else to tell me it's okay. I need someone else to give me permission. I need someone else to say that this is what I decide and this is what I choose. So there's a lot of, I'm looking for permission. I'm seeking. I'm trying to figure out the answer. I'm in this mode of where I'm trying to think it's like the right thing, but I don't think it's the right thing. So it just causes so much confusion and confliction where it's like, I sort of get it right, but I sort of don't get it right. And it's like, you're in this limbo of second guessing yourself. So the number one red flag that you're blocking your intuition is you're probably second guessing yourself. So I invite you to look at, do you feel, do you resonate with that at all? Do you feel like you're trying to look for other people for the answers? Do you feel like you're trying to seek someone's permission slip to move forward? Or maybe you're trying to have someone else decide for you that maybe that's what is necessary first That separation and kind of element of where I'm going to wait until I have that permission slip. I'm going to wait until it's the right time, the right moment. Then I'll take the action. Then I'll do the thing. Then I'll move forward. That mentality of where you're second guessing yourself, that is really a block of your intuition. So the second block for your intuition is really looking at your sense of doubt, self-doubt. When we are in a place where we are in a ton of self-doubt, we do not know what is the right pathway. So it's a little bit similar to second-guessing yourself, right? But when you're in doubt, there's no level of confidence to properly move forward. So you're kind of just in a place of stagnant energy. You don't necessarily want to make the wrong move So you don't make any moves. And as a result from not making any moves forward, you kind of allow yourself to stay in like a stuck vibration, almost a stuck pattern where you're either it's looping on repeat in your reality, you're experiencing that groundhog day, or maybe you even are getting caught up in this mentality of like where you're doubting and it turns into a sense of imposter syndrome where you're doubting who you are, you're doubting your gifts, you're doubting your expertise, you're doubting your own personal genius. So it's like, it can also kind of lower your self-worth is what I'm getting at. So a lot of the times when we're in this second block of our intuition, the doubt will have such a strong hold over us that it can lower our sense of our standards, our boundaries, our worth, and how we're personally seeing ourselves. So because this block will display itself as doubt, what you'll find is that through the law of attraction, you'll start to attract doubt. You'll start to attract situations that make you feel doubtful. You'll start to attract like a particular result that will make you doubt your own worth and so forth. So it's like you might attract like a shitty relationship that has you doubting like, am I actually beautiful? Am I actually a loving person? You're in this space of where I'm in so much doubt that I can't properly see clearly that this is the right 
path for me. So it's like in the same regard, it'd be like if there's doubt in your relationship and then all of a sudden you feel into that and you're like, but is this even the right relationship? I Am I even in the right relationship right now? And then so it starts to cloud your personal judgment and it kind of feels foggy. Like you're literally walking through the clouds. You're in that space of where it's too foggy to properly navigate. So all you see is the clouds. You just see the fog. And that fogginess is just because you're not tapped into your intuition. You're not trusting yourself fully to have the confidence to tap in fully to know with the soul certainty that that is the right move for you, that that is the right action, that that is the right relationship and so forth. So instead what occurs is it's almost like you have this almost like paranoia I would say it's almost more like a paranoia because the doubt is refusing to give you the confidence and the certainty to properly process, to see clearly, and to know that that's the right pathway for you. So instead, it causes so much upheaval and so much confusion. And this can really, really block your intuition because it's like you're walking around in a fog of a room and you can't see where the light switch is, for example. And because of that experience, it's like you cannot properly see clearly. And I've talked about this before. When we can't properly see clearly because there's too much doubt, too much uncertainty, too much fear, we're not allowing ourselves to fully be on the pathway anymore. We're like, where's the path? I don't see it. And because of that, what occurs is we're no longer allowing ourselves to see that we're standing on the path and our intuition will guide us. But instead, we're like way over here and we're saying, but this is obviously the path and this is obviously the path. And I think the path's over here. And what causes, it's like this omnidirectional force of like, I don't know where the path is, so I'm going to be in all the paths. And it causes so much confusion. And that's what doubt is like. Doubt puts you in this energy of where you can't see clearly. And if you can't see clearly, you can't navigate properly. And what occurs is it's like, it's so weird how doubt operates because it's like, not only does it attract things that instill and like reinforce the doubt, but what happens is, is it's like, you can't, it's like you have a faulty GPS because it's like, you can't figure out what is the right way. And as a result, it either causes like inaction where you don't take action or it causes overwhelm where you refuse to take action because you're overloaded and your system is like, whoa, no, I'm not taking that action. No way. And then third, it also causes self-worth issues because now it's like, am I good enough? Is this enough? Is this right? I don't understand anymore if this is right. So what occurs is like you just have so much cloudiness and it makes you lose your focus. And ultimately, when this part of ourselves is blocked with our intuition, it makes us very unfocused. So we have that unfocused third eye, that overactive third eye, that doubtful, like overcompensating energy. And that leads me to the third step, which is we are overcompensating. This one is a sneaky one. It's so sneaky. It's like 
when you are caught in the energy of where you are overworking, overdoing, overcompensating, overthinking, you're in that energy of excess. Now, what this translates to is in the third eye, when we're in a place where we are overactive in our third eye chakra, we will also find that we are overcompensating in a particular area of our life. And so this could be overcompensating in your relationship, overgiving, which affects the heart chakra. This could also be overworking, workaholic, where this affects the, the solar plexus chakra. This could be overly emotional, which affects the sacral chakra, where you're emotionally overloaded. You got that hypersensitivity, that hyper empathy, and all of that's turning online, right? So that over stimulated, essentially sacral chakra is like over getting you really upped like in your head about your emotions so you're like kind of like either on overdrive with your emotions or you're on the opposite spectrum where you're like suppressing your negative emotions which is causing like that emotional meltdown energy where it's like well Everyone tells me to be high vibe, so I can't express myself negatively in any capacity. So instead, what's going to occur is I'm just going to ignore it. And as I ignore it, then I have these emotional meltdowns out of nowhere. And I'm like, why am I having emotional meltdowns? And that's because you're suppressing all of the emotions, which is also that emotional overloaded sensation due to blocking your intuition. And if you think about it like that, that overcompensating of the energy has nowhere to travel. And I've mentioned this a few times. So what occurs is you're actually just blocking your intuition by overdoing and overworking and overachieving and overcompensating. And this is something that I've personally had to work on a million times. <laughs> because when you come at it from this energy of where you're third eye is turning on and you have a super overactive third eye, which is very common during spiritual awakening because everything's starting to turn on, you also have to realize that you need to take a step back, detach, stay grounded, and kind of ground out all that excess energy. And a lot of that is done with, you know, the mind-body connection and working with more like embodiment practices where you're getting into your body. So ultimately, what I want to say here is those top three blocks that can really shift it all for you is understanding your really looking at in terms of your intuition, do you feel that any of these particular blocks are resonating strongly with you where you feel that you are second guessing yourself or you're in a space where you're overcompensating in your relationships or overworking or overdoing something? Or are you having self-doubt? These are the critical blocks that I have seen repeatedly when it comes to third eye work. And most importantly, when it comes to really feeling that you're suppressing your intuition. And that's really what I wanted to end with is understanding that if we're suppressing our intuition, these are the symptoms that will likely come up for us as we start to do that. So for example, if you grew up in a mentality of where you were suppressing your intuition, it will display itself in the form of self-doubt, overcompensating, overthinking, second-guessing yourself. 
and kind of being in this energy of where you're constantly in your head. Because when you're in your head, you're not tapped into your body, which means you're disconnecting the mind from the body. And what occurs from that is you've disconnected your intuition. It's always about the mind-body connection. And so to close on this episode, what I really want to say here is I want you to think about that. Do you feel like any of those symptoms are resonating with you? I'd love to know in the chat if any of these symptoms have really just brought up something for you because I know just even sharing just a little bit about how self-doubt can really stop your manifestation, your goal, even your relationship. And I think it's important to touch on that because your intuition has a really strong hold over your life. And so the more we start to understand our intuition, the more we're tapped into our spiritual alignment. And the more we're tapped into our spiritual alignment, it starts to fuel our intuition. So I would also love to share with you that right now I have a spiritual awakening roadmap, a brand new series that I just released. It is free. You can sign up and download the awesome workbook I prepared for you. It has the five common phases of spiritual awakening and how you can learn how to personally navigate through them. These are the most common phases that I have seen repeatedly over oh gosh, I don't even know, 11 years, 12 years. I don't even know the the number anymore. And what I've done here is I've broken it down so that you can start to evaluate which phase you might be in and what actions you can immediately start to do. And so when you think about in terms of intuition, a lot of this can be stemmed from a third eye imbalance. And so a big piece of how we can start to heal that is to start to evaluate what are ways I can start to empower my third eye chakra? And this can look like a few different things, such as more spiritual practice, reconnecting to higher self. This can also look like getting more grounded and doing exercises that help snap you back in the, into the body, such as, you know, exercise, going on walks, movement breaks, etc. And allowing yourself to get into that space of flow and start to trust yourself because that will ultimately help. Okay, so if you have any questions at all about intuition blocks, leave them down below for me and I will get as soon as I will get back to you as soon as I can and I'll see you guys next time. Hey guys, Ashley here. Thank you for joining me in another episode of the Awaken and Manifest Your Best Life podcast. This is going to be the space for manifesting tips, energy tips, spiritual awakening advice, and all things receiving that kick your ass soul injection back to your personal alignment. I do have a free gift for you if you're ready to be a VIP and receive exclusive access to our awakened library packed full of guidebooks, audios, meditations, workbooks, quizzes, and tons of goodies for yours truly. You can get that all at library.theawakenedstate.net. Head to library dot of the awakened state dot net so enjoy that and remember you always are more than enough because the universe is inside of you and you hold the power to design your life